0: Welcome to Killing Me Softly, the lighter side of wellness, the podcast that sprinkles reality on your kill salad of life. I am your host, Amanda Hansen, certified nutrition coach and owner of Ignite Nutrition and Fitness here in Twin Falls, Idaho. I help people from all walks of life better understand nutrition and how it relates to personal, mental, and physical health. Killing Me Softly, where we take the hell out of healthy living and we put the fun back into functional fitness. Okay, so we're going to plunge right into today's topic. You like that? Play on words. (laughs) Today, we are going to talk about cold plunge therapy, and I have brought a guest in today to pretty much teach me about this. I have Kayla Horrocks from Float Magic with me, manager at Float Magic. Kayla, thank you for coming to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. So let's dive into cold therapy. So this is something that you're pretty passionate about and you know quite a bit about. So you're pretty much going to teach me today. I know some. I know that it is something that is really popular now, maybe almost a fad out there. A lot of people are doing it. But what is cold plunge therapy? What is it all about? Let's hear about it.
1: Yeah. So I cold plunge every day. And I think when you think of cold plunging, you, you're you doing it for a reason, right? What's your reason? Mm-hmm. Is it for performance? Is it for mental clarity? Is it maybe f- to boost your metabolism? And depending on what you're trying to accomplish is really why you're cold plunging. Mm-hmm. So for me, I cold plunge for both mental acuity and focus and also my metabolism. Mm-hmm. Um, I... How often should you cold plunge? That's a good question, right? Yeah. So that's going to differ from person to person. So I cold plunge every day. Mm -hmm. And did you always, like, did you come out of the gate and decide to cold plunge every single day? Yeah. So, but then I changed and I was like, maybe I'll try three times a week because they say you should aim for 11 minutes a week Mm -hmm. between three to four sessions. I wasn't getting the same results doing three to four times a week. So for me, daily is best. Mm Mm-hmm. So really aiming for 11 minutes. Cold plunging isn't about sitting in there for 20 minutes, you know, and really just submerging your body. And with cold immersion therapy, you could also do this at home in your shower. It still has great benefits if you don't have
0: access to a plunge it's tub. funny you bring that up because I literally in the beginning of my wellness journey when I was trying to fix like absolutely everything about my life. I had watched a Tony Robbins documentary, I know, so deep right now, about <laughs> his morning routine. And he actually touched on the Wim Hof method. And I fell on that rabbit hole and I started doing cold showers in the morning, like the last like 30 seconds of my shower. Yeah. I will say I saw a difference in how I felt throughout the day. I just felt more alert Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a placebo effect, but I felt like I could handle stress a little bit better. Yes. And I really wish I wouldn't have fallen out of that habit. It's, it's, it's such I'm a good habit. I'm telling you
1: right now that it is so much harder in the shower than
0: plunging. I've
1: heard that. It's so hard. I can't even do it in the shower. I try, but it's it seriously sucks. It does. <laughs>
0: it, it sucks to go from like this warm, especially in the morning. <laughs> like when you're getting ready for work, you're in that warm shower. It feels so good. And then to, like, consciously take your hand, turn off the hot water, crank the cold, and stand there. It's almost like this level of insanity that you have to be able to possess. That's my experience on it. I get a little dramatic on on certain things. No. So.
1: So, well, when you're
0: plunging,
1: I think it's important. I've been listening to a podcast. And for cold plunging, you should aim to break three barriers when you're doing it. And this could be in the shower or in a cold plunge. So your barriers could look like maybe the first barrier is getting in. Maybe the second barrier is getting your arms in. And maybe the third one is getting into your neck. And that's really where you're going to get the most benefit. And your barriers are going to look different every time. I also want to point out that... With cold immersion therapy, deliberate cold immersion therapy, it there's a there's a safe way to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So with working out, for example, you have all these variables, so you can always test yourself. You know, you're getting heavier weights. Maybe eventually, you know, you're maxed out on weights, and so you start doing movements a little slower. With cold immersion therapy, you can only go so cold with the water. You can only stay so cold. Mm-hmm or stay in there for so long and so before it gets dangerous on yourself. And so that's where the barriers come in and just breaking those barriers and just playing with the variables you have. Maybe it's having a still mind while you're in there, which in fact is that is the most peaceful place I'm at in my day. Yep. I am thinking of nothing. I just feel so good and really my stress. So we're training our, we're stressing our body. To train our mind. Mm -hmm. So with deliberate cold exposure, you are, for the focus, so you're putting your body in what's called stress. eustress. stress has positive outcomes. When you cold plunge and you get out and you have that dopamine release, you are having positive outcomes. That release is all day and you ride that energy. So
0: that positive outcome or that dopamine release is coming from like you're removing yourself from this cold environment into the warm environment is that nope so you're just
1: stressing your body so we have you stress Mm -hmm. positive outcomes and distress bad outcomes okay so you're deliberately getting in cold water and you're training your body to handle the distress in your life Uh so stress your body to train your mind okay okay that makes sense yes absolutely (laughs) i'm getting it now got it it. so well and you're training your body you know you're Reaching that resilient level, mm-hmm. so it's a
0: it's a beautiful process in there. I have heard a little, read a little bit about the method, and I think the thing that 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 interests me the most is your. I'm I'm trying to put this in a way that is actual legit. Your brain's ability to create serotonin after cold plunging like doubles or triples it's this crazy amount of number and it actually stays that way for up to 48 hours. Yes. So you're you're almost, you know, riding a high for a couple of days after 3 minutes of cold plunging. And I I when I was reading about this, the guy that was writing the article also was saying like when we drink alcohol We get that release. So fascinating. But it only lasts like 15 minutes. Exactly. And we keep chasing it. Yes. And that's why, you know, we binge. Yes. Cold plunging is
1: just like an addiction. It's Mm -hmm. so fascinating to think about because it's releasing the same chemicals that you get from a high, whether it's drugs, you know. Or Uh sex, gambling. Yes. Anything. But you're right. The cold plunge... It's releasing those chemicals for a lot longer. And mm-hmm. it's actually helped people overcome
0: addictions. That's amazing. It is amazing. That's one something that always interests me is like all these different methods that why are we not using them more? Why is it more readily available? But I think that and then it also talked about the balance of dopamine and norepinephrine. Yep which a lot of people like so people with ADHD tend to have an imbalance of that or they are not uptaking it correctly. So it just blows my mind by if I get into a bucket of ice <laughs> for a little while that that the brain has that it has that much impact of the brain. So that's where I get you know I it's something that I need to get uncomfortable and I need to just try it because the benefits outweigh everything so let's how does somebody even start this process honestly you just do it so I encourage
1: everybody to do something every day that scares them and I will never forget my first cold plunge I was probably submerged this was in Portland Maine at float conference Mm -hmm. and I was probably submerged for 30 seconds if that And my legs were burning so bad I stuck them out She's like, put them back in. You know, and I encourage people that too. Like when I put them in the cold plunge, you know, if you're uncomfortable, stick them out, but try to get them back in. Mm -hmm. Don't let uncomfortable win. Don't do it. That's powerful (laughs) in so many ways right there. (laughs) Don't do it. Because when I got out, I was like, what the hell? Like, why am I? I was so mad that I let uncomfortable win. Mm -hmm. And so when we got back, we set up the cold plunge and that's when I full on dived into it. And I was cold plunging for, you know, 17 minutes and, and that's okay. It's not that it's a bad thing. I just don't recommend if you don't need to, but I was feeling really safe in there. My stress in my life had just gone away Mm because I knew how to handle it. I, I learned how to manage that stress. And so, and then on top of that, my metabolism, Mm -hmm.
0: I actually felt my metabolism kickstart and crazy it it so that's something that i think a lot of people could benefit from so in the in my world i typically am working with with people who have probably done some metabolic damage you know through fat dietings or over restriction or whatever it is and and i can see how cold plunging can increase the metabolism so like just that that you know bringing you know the, the constriction of of all your your blood vessels and then getting out into a normal temperature, everything's going to dilate. Yes. So obviously, like, blood flow is going to be better, you know, and that is more oxygen and recovery to the muscles. We don't need to go all the way into that. So when it comes to other benefits of cold plunging outside of, of metabolism, what are some other things that people can expect to see. Let me hit on
1: metabolism just a little more. Absolutely. So we have in our body white fat cells mm-hmm. and we have beige and brown fat cells. White fat cells are the ones that you don't want, right? They, they're they lipids. They store energy, which is good. But when you get too many, mm-hmm. it's not great. So when we're born, we're born with a ton of brown or beige cells. And that those are the ones that... Increase your core body temperature. Those are the ones that help with your metabolism. Mm-hmm. So as you get older, you lose those brown, beige, fat cells, whatever color you want to call them. So basically the brown is your furnace to increase your body temperature. So when you are doing cold ex- cold immersion therapy, however you want to do it, shower, cold plunging, ice bath. When you reach a point of shivering, your brown fat cells start eating your white fat cells and you and it increases your beige and those are the ones you want to keep so that's why kids have so many from the shivering so when you are cold plunging it is very important to get to that shivering stage that's when everything is starting to kick start that's great information right there i don't think i've ever heard of somebody say that so
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes i love it so anyways what else can they expect yes like what can so honestly like maybe not so much what to expect, but like things that they need to do, like even, you know, like you're talking about getting to that shivering point. That's, that's information that what I was saying, like, this is, this is a very fad thing right now. So there's a lot of things that are being missed when people are selling the cold plunge therapy experience.
1: Yeah. So it's, you're focusing on your breath work, right? So you're getting in um, you're trying to get up past your neck because you want that whole submerged, you want your body submerged, and you just, you let it be. So it's part of the barriers that you're breaking down, the walls. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to not get fully in the first time. I don't want people to feel like they're obligated to, but it is a practice, just like yoga, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a practice and finding what works for you. So taking those deep breaths in, focusing on that breath another variable that you can play with while you're in the cold plunge to maybe reach one of those walls. So when you're in cold water and you are sitting there very still, you have a thermal layer of heat around you. When you start to move, you break that thermal layer. So when you're just sitting there peacefully, you're going to feel warm because that thermal layer is protecting you. So one of my barriers that I have to do because I'm comfortable in there is I have to move my body. So, you know, pushing my legs in and out or moving my arms around a little bit because it makes it that much harder. Mm-hmm.
0: That's I can totally see that because I I would be the person that just sat completely still I'm like as long as I'm here for three minutes that I'm doing some work. But I think about even like swimming in lakes or like going to like Redfish and getting in and you know, you acclimate you pretty do. quickly, somewhat quickly. Yeah. But it's like when you start to move around and that cold water is is rushing around you. is there a specific temperature that people should aim for when it comes to like the best benefits? No. Anything an that's easy, kind of uncomfortable? Is... Yes.
1: That, so that's what you're trying to do is you're testing that boundary that you have. So being uncomfortable in it. 46 doesn't sound that cold, but that's a good temperature. But, you know, all these people in the winter with their ice baths that they're literally breaking ice up. I would never do that for one because Mm -hmm. you would be so numb. Ice would cut you and you wouldn't even know. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the truth. So, Well, it sounds like the
0: truth and it sounds like more reason why I don't want to do... Like, I'll just stick to the other one. Yeah, just stick to the cold bath, you know? Absolutely. But,
1: I mean, even at home, our water is not that cold. Like, it it feels cold, but it's really not that cold. And so that's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Especially when you bring your hair out in the shower and it's mm-hmm.
0: cold. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, that's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> oh. I can probably do it in the summertime. Maybe I need to start practicing practicing this now that it's summer. Because winter, I am the biggest... Worst when it comes to being cold okay so that you have to train your body
1: so in the summertime exposing yourself to cold temperatures gets you acclimated to not feel cold in the winter and I'm not kidding you I used to sleep with a heating blanket all year round I don't even have it anymore
0: that's so i must have that good brown fat you've got (laughs) the good brown fat you've really increased your beige fat so with that that brings up a really good point is does our body learn to regulate our temperature better just by the and it has to do with that brown fat yes exactly you increase that brown fat yep so in the fall when it's starting to get
1: cold go outside in shorts, don't take your jacket and that's going to get you acclimated to the winter. So same for summer, right? In the winter if you're exposing yourself to heat, mm-hmm. high heat, saunas, you're not going to you're not going to be blasted when summer comes around because you're going to be used to it.
0: That's that is good information right there because the reality is I think of like my husband who works outside all day long, you know, even my son, they're outside in the heat, you know, in 100 degree temperatures, I'm in a little, you know, AC office, AC <laughs> office, 68 degrees. And I walk outside and it's like I get hit in the face with this wall of heat. And I can't even imagine what it's like to have to work out in the heat all day. But they've acclimated their bodies to yep. it. So they're not as sensitive yep. to it. So heat and cold yep. all work together.
1: Yep. And so with cold plunging too, you could do contrast therapy. So going from the sauna to the cold plunge, starting with your heat and ending on cold. And with cold plunging, you want your body to do the work to warm up, right? So you're, you're activating those brown fat cells. So when you get out of the cold plunge, you're not taking a hot shower. And another thing, just a side note, try getting in the cold plunge, getting out, waving your arms in the air, To where it's drying in the air Mm -hmm. and then getting back in. And it is a million times worse. Mm. But you are thriving and vibing. And you feel so good all day. I'm telling you. You have to do it. I need you to force me to do this. I'm cold plunging (laughs) after this. You know, I should (laughs)
0: probably... I Actually, I will make it. I will promise you and myself that I will go in and I will do a cold plunge before we actually air this episode. Okay. So that way I have, you know... I can compare it to how I'm feeling now about it to actually, you know, what it's like and my experience on it. So what are, so we know that it has great mental health benefits of it. We know that it it can increase metabolism. What about for people who are suffering with a lot of aches and pains and inflammation? What role does cold therapy, what could it play in in that?
1: Yeah, so it's really great for the inflammation. And that's one of the reasons a lot of people do. Cold immersion therapy.
0: Mm-hmm. So, the next thing that I'm curious about is when should people cold plunge? I, I know different lifestyles, but let's kind of touch on that.
1: Yeah. So, for performance wise and working out, if you're doing HIIT workouts or cardio, you should be cold plunging immediately. Okay. For strength training, you should wait four hours. Okay. So, That's... it's really interesting to think about, but it's is... how your that your blood vessels are restricting and what's going to your muscle and all of that
0: so that brings up a good topic too of, of like my understanding around it as well is cardio the way like it really doesn't break muscle down so like when you finish working out your workout as far as like calorie burning kind of stops there where resistance training you are burning at a higher rate you know up to so many hours afterwards. So I would imagine that plays a role. And obviously we don't want to blunt that that increased metabolism after a strength training. As far as like recovery goes, does it, what role does it play in, in like quicker recovery or in, and as far as, you know, muscle soreness goes and all that?
1: When you cold plunge consistently, you're decreasing the inflammation in your body. And so when you're doing that, you're making it close to where you have none and you can get way more out of your workouts. Absolutely. And
0: then the, what about immune system?
1: Yeah, great question. (laughs) So really good for your immune system. So what happens when you're cold plunging, it's creating more white blood cells in your body. And that's what helps fight
0: off diseases and sicknesses. Absolutely, absolutely. So in In the reality, cold plunging has multiple benefits, you know, improved circulation. And that's where, you know, our blood vessels can, can dilate after a cold plunge, more oxygen to the body, which is always a good thing, enhanced immune function. Mood elevation and stress reduction. I think that's going to be the most sought after yeah. effect of cold plunging. That's part of your mental clarity. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And I, and, and as, as anybody who's listened to this podcast, this is something that I think mental health always comes first. And that's what we need to be chasing after. And then back just to the benefits of cold plunging, the increased energy and alertness. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. You know, how many of us are seeking, you know, better energy through caffeine and sugars and quick fixes when in reality, go sit in a cold tub for a few minutes. And, and, and it
1: lasts all day with your cup of coffee. It's a few hours mm-hmm. with cold plunging,
0: literally 24 to 48 hours. You're still feeling it. I think the the biggest thing for me is like even like when we're talking about the stress reduction of like having an alcoholic drink. You know, increases your serotonin, that feeling, that, you know, well being feeling for 15 minutes versus doing cold plunging. That can be, that's an all day high. Yeah. So, and it's even better to do
1: it when you're fasting. mm -hmm. So, first thing in the morning, but keeping in mind when you're working out and how you're working out of Mm -hmm. doing it, but it's improved my sleep as well.
0: That's right there. I think so many people need that. I, I can't tell you how many clients I work with that we struggle with getting their sleep under control. Of And, and most of the time, you know, that happens after our body's in a healthy state. Yeah. And that we reduce our stress. Yeah. And that's when sleep, you know, comes. And if you're not getting good sleep, you're not ever going into repair of the body. So we we all create damage in the cells throughout the day. And then if we're not hitting that REM sleep at night, we're never repairing that cell. So that yeah. like over and over again, that's where we feel so sort of run down. So with cold plunging, it also accelerates muscle recovery yeah. by reducing the inflammation and it goes back to in, in, you know, improved circulation. So I mean right there, that's five key points of of the benefits of cold plunging. So improved circulation, enhanced immune function, mood elevation and stress reduction, increased energy and alertness and accelerated muscle recovery and that can all be done in three you know, minutes three minutes three minutes you that's guys want all your you... <laughs> quick fixes we've got your three quick minutes fix. That's, that's all we need is cold plunging so if if any of our listeners are are ready to take the plunge uh uh-huh, you like that yes <laughs> how how do they get a hold of you what what can they expect Let's hear that.
1: Yeah. So I encourage everybody to try it. Now, not everybody has access. Float Magic does have a cold plunge. So you could call our store, 208-933-2620. Stop in and see me. And if you don't have the capacity or the time for that, try it in the shower. You will notice a difference on the first day. Start with 10 seconds. Bump it up in a week to 20 seconds. Double your time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And pretty soon before you know it, you're going to be in there for three minutes. Your whole shower is going to be cold.
0: Do you think it's wise for somebody who's never done this, really doesn't like cold exposure, I'm speaking on my behalf right now, to go in and just try to do a three-minute plunge right out of the gate? Yeah. So I
1: tell them, start with two. Aim for two. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you know, you will get in and it's uncomfortable, but you're not going to let uncomfortable win. Love that. So sticking your arms in and out, but just, I'm still encouraging you to get back in there. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, Kayla, thank you so much for being on the show today and giving us all the inside scoop on cold plunging. And I look forward to trying it myself here soon. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends who you think could use a good laugh and a health boost. Join us next week for more laughs, wisdom, and real-life tips to keep you killing it softly in your wellness journey. Until then, this is Amanda Hansen signing off. Here's to healthier habits for real people in real life.